Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has you up tossing and turning, mind racing, whether it's worrying or feeling something or physical pain or discomfort. I'm going to do my damnedest to distract you from that with, you know, malfunctioning alliteration. But mostly, you know, I'm going to have this story. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start up and maybe be a little while. First, I'm going to do a little, uh, you know, warm up the old bathtub, as they say in the... Uh, the bath drawing business not the bath drawing like artists because I think that would just depend you'd say well geez that's not a that's not a subset of art uh, actually because I'm a pointillist and I do baths all the time and I don't do any drawing I do but b- poking and I say really that's what you call it poking well that's what I call it because you know I'm a point but it's a subset of pointillism pointillism pokers but, you know, other baths, you know, you could say it's still if person's a bath drawer, only if they use draw. And, you know, my partner here, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a charcoal artist. And, I, you know, we call him a dragger because he drags the charcoal across the page. And they say, is that a subset of, so is that drawing charcoal dragger? And he'd say, you could say that if you ran a gallery. And then we had this laugh, the three of us. And I didn't know what the hell we were laughing at. But I said, well, she's I want to be polite to these guys, you know. And I'd say, and I said, so, but does he dra- drag any baths? And he says, well, he prefers scum tubs, like you just about said. And I said, to, you know, I said, boys, let's, let's drop a little, uh, you know, uh, uh, kindergarten philosophy on each other here. Is, when does a, bath, a tub become a bath? And then they, they said, okay, excuse us. And then they let, you know, and I said, well, where are you guys? Because they said the bathroom. And then they I watched them leave the cafe. But that's something to think about. You know, when does a, a tub become a bath? You know, because some kids, you say, and then they say, oh, okay, when does a tub become a tubby? Well, when a kid is in it, that's a verb, actually, by the way, tubby. I'm having a tubby. Or is having a verb? So tubby's, a, is that an object? And what the hell's a predicate again? I wish I had someone here, you know, to say, well, she's too, don't, Scooter, don't ask what a predicate is. And then please don't ask what an adverb is, because a predicate, at least you could say, you know, 62% of Americans don't know either, but a, a adjective. And I say, okay, I won't ask. I won't ask. I'll wonder, but I won't ask. And that's the kind of things I do here. I introduce uh, things they say, well, geez, uh, not earth-shattering questions, but questions nonetheless, uh, to try to take your attention in, 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 away from whatever is going on with you. But, but believe me, when you get to the story portion, you know, that, that it'll be similar, but, but it'll be more, you know, continuous, linear, well, not linear always. Most of the time, linear. But speaking of distractions, I say, Jesus, when does a tub become a bath? You know, is it, well, I have a, I'm having a bath, is that... And I said, Jesus, what is that in Spanish? Because is that is having, that is hacer mean having? Would you say, uh, he's, a, I'm, I'm making, I'm drawing a bath, okay. I'm making, I'm bathing a bath. Yeah, you wouldn't say I'm bathing a bath. Uh, God forbid you'd be, I guess a tub, if a tub, if a faucet could speak, it would say I'm birthing a bath, you know? And that would be something on a weirdest family feud. Okay, uh, things tubs say. I'll take. Oh no, I guess that would be uh, Jeopardy. Things tubs say for a thousand, Alex. And he'd say we've gone through the Alec. Okay, yeah, I remember we went through that other opening. And it would say, uh, "I'm birthing a bath." Oh, and they'd say things tubs say. Or is that family feud? I don't know. Not important, I guess. What's important is that I'm here to take your mind off of stuff. And I do it in a three, I guess I don't, I didn't realize this till just now. Cause I, I'm honestly trying to distract myself from the bath. Cause I'm like my dog with the squirrel. I just, it keeps, I said, well, 
What other what other stuff what other distractions could I work out of this bathtub? And I say, you know, and I say that's a good thing. So, you know, well, we're in a water crisis, so we got to cut down on the bathing and the bathing. Uh, and I say I'm going to have a tub. No one says that. And and I say, well, geez, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I'll, I'll take a tub. I'm going to take a tubby. I have a bath, draw a bath, I take a bath, get in the bath, bathe. Ba- you know, bathing. That's what my dad says. Bathing. He goes because when we're when we're at their little cabin, you know, you, you, they have a septic tank, and it's an old septic tank, so you have to bathe in the lake uh, or wash yourself in the lake. So you say he always says, "I'm going bathing in the lake," it's, and then we all we all you know we don't have we say, "Okay, Dad, go." go. Well, you want to go back? And they say, "Yeah, I'll be down in a minute." But it's I guess maybe I say it now too, too but uh, but the podcast, I'm going to try to distract you from whatever's going on in your head. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of it, whether you got a mind that's like, well, I, I really could go for a debate right now about bathing and tubbing. Wasn't there a band? Wasn't there a, I can remember when I was a PE teacher, I was a young, young man. Was that when it was? But there was an album called Tub, Tub Thumpers, and I can remember a little kid saying to me, Tub Thumper. And I said, okay, you know, detain, you know, you know, back, go to the back of the room. No, I didn't do that. Uh, anyway, so this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff, a little bit silly, uh, a little bit of, uh, sometimes I get lost in my own metaphor attempts. Kind of like a you know a spider that doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and I don't know if they had that in any of the Spider-Man movies. Probably, I think at least Tobey Maguire he plays a good. He he could play a good pratfall, and that would be my middle name. They said, "Well, what James Bond movie are you in?" Pratfall. Well, that it was called Skyfall. No, it was a James. You know, it's a one that's coming up. Uh, pratfall. And they say, well, no, we we've gone with we decided to go with Toby Maguire scooter, not you. Well, you, that's a good choice, actually. Great, great job. That's very you know good, wise move. Uh, but anyway, what was my point? Like, so if I was a spider, I'd be caught up in my own web, just like I'm getting caught up in my words here, and I can't find my way back to wherever I tried to. I tried to get out of the tub bathing and into something to close this out. But mainly, I want to draw your attention in into a warm tub, and you know. But I want to get all the brain parts or the emotional parts of you in the tub. You know, get them settled, and then I, I get I get the tub to a nice temperature that keeps them. And I give them all their tub stuff, and I say, I got all the tub stuff. You guys want the crayons to draw on the tub walls. And while I do this, you can go back and sneak into your bedroom, you know, metaphorically, and, you know, just take your attention and fall asleep whenever you feel like it. And I'll take all the parts of you that are bothering you, keep them in the tub. Believe me, this is a magical tub. And I get this new thing for them, which is what this podcast is. I say, hey, bring guys. Hey, you know, all you other things, jack in for this wonderful person's attention. I got all this great tub stuff for you, and I have this new invention I came up with, tub tails. And then I see you raising your hand and saying, you, you want to make a duck tails joke? Go ahead, go ahead, duck tails. Woo. Um, but, yeah, it's called tub tails. And I, while you guys play in the tub, I'm going to, you know, do some lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. You know, weave a little, not a magical story, but a story that's... Uh, it has elements of the magic of story in there. And you guys just play, you know, make it, go ahead. I've, I've got, you know, I have, a, you know, vibrations of, of, of uh, keep, keep keeping everybody calm in there. No, no, you know. And you'll be in bed, you see, you'll just hear out of the bathroom. What's that? What's that? What's that? You know, something like that. And you'll drift off and asleep. That's the idea of the podcast. But there's a second layer. Oh, I think I was going to say the podcast goes in three forms. Usually this is like the, uh, 
long drawn out metaphor part, the introduction for new people. After this, I'll go into the thanking people and, and covering some housekeeping and building a sense of, of furthering the safe place where you say, okay, this is a place where everybody's welcome. Okay, so that that's part two. And then we'll go into a, little, a tale, a little story. And if, if there's an occasion or, or, or you want to do some sort of... Uh, what do you call it, like a ritual, bedtime ritual, where you listen to this instead, or you can't drift off that. My, my story will be here, and I'll be doing my best job to make it fairly entertaining, but not gripping. And you can always listen to it another time. And it's going to be packed up with nonsense. So it's not like you're going to, it's not edge your seat viewing. It's deep, it, 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 it curled up behind your seat, you know, you know, there's no seat involved. It's all vertical, no or no, all horizontal. Horizontal seat viewing or something. Fully reclined viewing, that's what I'd say, fully reclined viewing. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. I'm reaching my hand and my voice across the deep, dark night. And you're not the only one. There's plenty of other people listening. And not everyone might have the same exact thing going on. But, and, and I know in, all, in some sense we're all alone. But we're also not all alone. In the same side of that strange coin that doesn't make any sense. I'll be here for, me, for you. And I'll tell you what, the community of listeners that I hear from it, it will be here for you. At least in some, you know, vibrational, you know, positron manner. All right? And the main message I always try to get across is that I'm glad you're here. I really hope, I really desire, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So, you know, thanks for testing this out, or thanks for coming back. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And uh, you might be, if you're new here, or you never heard of the podcast, you found your way here, or you've been around and you say, well, how's it, what's he going to do? Well, here's what the rest is. I'm going to create a safe place to, for you to set aside whatever could be running through your brain, shooting through your body, uh, rolling through your emotional zones, or your feelings, you know, wherever you keep those. You know, if you keep them like me, you know, locked away in tiny boxes, don't, you know, don't do that clearly. Don't, you know, you know, create more of an open space. How come no one uses that metaphor? You say, geez, maybe I should write a book called Open Range Feelings. I wish I had an assistant in my dog to say, hey, Cole, can you write that down? Open Range Feelings. Uh, roaming grazing, and the plasticity, oh, thanks, Ko said it's plasticity, and maybe she's a dog, so she might not even be right either, of the human brain. Would I say free-range feelings? Maybe. Chapter 1, Home on Range. And it says, hey, Scooter, you're doing an opening for your podcast. Oh, yeah, okay, let me bring it back here. Chapter 2, you know, my feelings first. I don't. What if I don't want to get to the point right now? I'm free range feelings, and then from the offer of free range, uh, free range feelings, free range parenting, uh, now available in stores worldwide. Take you, the man who who created the movement, which crashed the economy. Free range uh, feelings uh, comes back with his breakthrough bestseller, free range parenting, which which uh, some governments have prepared for. And you probably, you know, it comes with, you know, it comes with, you know, protein bars inside the book. The book's edible for when the free-range children take over the world. But they'll be free, you know, free to range. Chapter one. Yeah. Hey, sorry, if you're new here, I already got, got off track. But that's the point. I'm going to try to distract you from whatever physically, emotionally, or mentally has got you up at night as soon as your head hits the pillow. Uh, for a lot of people, it, it could be one of those things, three things. It could be all of those three things. 
But as soon as you say, she said, I just want to get some rest here. You know, I've I've had a busy day, a busy evening. And then you go see, and then something erupts. And a lot of people, not everybody, there's a lot of people that, you know, that, that dude at work and that lady in the magazine, they, they sleep great and they always got to tell us about it, of course. And for some reason, this is one of these human things that people can't, they have trouble understanding or relating to it if they haven't been through it. Where they're like, what, what do you mean? You need, a, you need something to help you fall asleep? Oh, like a pill? You just, you just say, why don't you just have some cold water? Uh, you know, chew on an ice cube, as my Nana would say. Or, you know, they have a list and then they say, well, I don't get it. Why can't you sleep? And then that's when you're like, oh, boy, what's wrong with you? If they say that, don't do it, breathe three times. That's, that's what I'm trying out this week. Breathe three times. That's my new, well, usually I forget these. I say, well, I'm going to try to follow through on that. Let's try that. We'll just breathe once because three times it take forever. And the new people, you know, uh, but as I breathe, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a safe place. Uh, the safe place is a little bit of distracting silliness that I've been doing here. And I'm going to tell a story tonight's Lady Witchbeard. We, we'll get to the story eventually. A lot of people go to sleep during this metaphor, you know, this metaphorical interlude or interlude of metaphors. I guess it's more of an interlude with, with metaphors. Oh, my dog's trying to get my attention. Uh, she said the uh, interlude with metaphor attempts. Okay, my dog's being a know-it-all for Halloween, and she's you know she's she's getting some practice on me. And also, I know I said I wouldn't do any large collider you know jokes, but I you know I did try. I said, uh, what would happen if I put all these you know grammar podcasts into the collider? And then collided them with dog food. No, I would never do it with my dog. And then had my dog eat the dog food. And I think this has something to do with the problems and with the grease, the money in Greece. Somehow that's what they're saying. But as a byproduct, that my dog knows everything now about grammar. Hopefully it'll wear off. I'm saying, well, geez, once she digests it. But so this podcast is just trying to distract you. But it's kind of like something like the the free range books I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking about pitching now. You say, well, obviously this guy. You say, might say, well, is this guy serious or not? And I would say to you, getting to chapter three, getting serious about free range living. Uh, some questions come up in my discussions with people as I explain to them free range lifestyle. Uh, one, will I need any special equipment? No, the answer is you, you just kick back. In your bed, and obviously, hopefully, I've worked on this method that I use, and it seems to be really what I these little turns I take, and what I find interesting. I say, well, geez, maybe there is something that's free range. I said, just could this be the next solar living handbook? You know, could I be the next baby? You know, instead of the babe, free range babies. And they say, oh boy, you picked the wrong range. And I say, okay, well, okay, that one didn't work. It's a good thing we, you know, but we beta tested it. And they say, well, those are still babies. And I was seeing a simulator. Remember, I snuck in, I used that stupid computer that's on the TV now all the time. And I said, hey, Watson. Run this thing. So it wasn't, oh, no, you are saying Watson was so smart. Watson wanted, okay, well, that's a science fiction novel. Free range. Maybe I guess they could just be, it could be, maybe maybe they could be some meta, you know. What could we call a science fiction novel of a supercomputer that conducts free range, you know, there you go, free range failure. Uh and maybe that would just be one of my new nicknames, Free Range Failure, Scooter's Attempts to Corner the Free Range Lifestyle Market. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about something. And part of your brain will be like, okay, this is, he, he is using uh, words and, you know, I'm pretty sure there's stuff like this out there, but I can't, I know he's not totally serious. 
And so you might yawn. You might say, okay. And you might breathe easy. And don't worry, I'm going to be going on like this for a while. And you say, yeah, I think my they say they, what they say about me, mildly amusing. And I say, that would now we want to be a blurb I have in free-range living. Unless it was someone, like, really famous, you know, and they'd say, they'd say, and people wouldn't even care. They'd say, Kanye said this book's uh, mildly amusing. And then someone would say, well, I don't buy books with Kanye. And i say, well, geez, you, holy mackerel, you might as well hang out with my dog. You two know everything, you know. By the way, it's, uh, I don't know, I guess I couldn't even figure that one out. But that's that's what I do here. I, I try to take a lighthearted approach to take your mind off stuff. But you, you don't have to invest any energy. Uh, so don't try. If you've been trying to understand or make sense of this, or God forbid, taking it and be like, no, no, no. If, if I had a book, Free Range Living, I mean, I'll probably do that as a podcast episode at some point now. Uh, but don't worry about it lately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fall asleep whenever you want. Because this is a podcast, you can listen to it again another time. Uh, you could tweet or, you know, ask other listeners, did you ever get to a point about that? For, and they'll say no, but it was, uh, wasn't that weird? Free, free range parenting. And they'd say one of those, uh, you know, actresses actually writing that book, Scooter. And I say, well, maybe I'm uh, uh, poorly ghostwriting it. Ghost complicating it for Halloween. I'm, you know, I'm going as, uh, you know, of, of, you know, I don't know. But the main thing is, I want to help you fall asleep now. Uh, listener number two that might be listening, you might have a little bit more trouble falling asleep. You might be more like me. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not, I'm not just wasting your time here. I put effort in to uh, the story coming up here. Believe it or not, I work on this uh, Lady Witchbeard every single day uh, to try to outline and re-outline the stories. And I never said this publicly before, but the more I found, the more tightly, this is hilarious. This is more than mildly amusing. Uh, The more tightly I can uh, outline the stories, the more boring they seem to be, or the more sleep-inducing they are, but they still have story-like elements to them. So if you can't sleep, there will be stuff happening. It will happen at a much slower pace, kind of like watching retirees play tennis or something. You say, okay, this is not a... This is this is this is not hard to follow. But if you have a ice cold drink and you know a copy of uh, Free Range Retirement, that's you know my new investment book, Free Range Retirement. And maybe you know since you're you know someone bringing you snacks, and they're playing free range tennis, you say, "Jeez, this is not half bad." Uh, you know, watching these retirees play tennis, uh, drinking my Free-range lemonade. Yeah, that's right, Pat. You know, patent pending. Uh, pen, you know, pending pending lawsuits that are, you know, pending. And then, Pat, you know, then we'll worry about the patent once we get past this uh, lawsuit phase. And my dog just shook her head, so probably we won't be getting through that. But, but at least it was good for tonight. This, the free-range, you know, say, well, those are, none of those were jokes, Scooter. They were free-range Free range amusements, we'll say. So that's what that's it. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first couple of times here, I am not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, I do grow on some people, but if you're skeptical, you know, give it a shot. Give it a couple of tries. If it helps you fall asleep, you know, it's great. If it doesn't, you know, you just listen to two or three episodes and move on. But I'm glad you're here. The main message is, uh, I really hope I help you fall asleep. And thanks for coming by. Good night. Hey, are you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain 
body or your emotions that get you up tossing and turning. Whatever it is, I'm going to try this is a place of solace or respite or mainly distraction. And I'm going to try to, to take your mind off those things. Tonight it's going to be by me talking about uh, the Colombian Spanish language version of Metastasis. And then later I'll do the Breaking Bad corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, then I'll re-watch Metastasis, and I kind of go through, oh, what does that Spanish word mean, or what is this? So in some sense, it's a TV rewatch. it's a language warning podcast, but mostly it's a distraction to, to, to either distract your mind, body, or emotions. Like when you, as soon as you lay down, you say, hey, I'm tired, I really gotta get some sleep, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of things start jockeying for your attention. You know, a board meeting is called... And it's all of a sudden, it's like, not only are you in your underwear or buck naked, but they say you, you don't have, you know, I don't know what it is, no peroxy or whatever. They say you don't have any votes at this meeting, but we'll be talking about you. Why don't you sit at the front of the room here? And you sit, you, you, you try to raise your hand. You say, can I get a blanket? One, uh, two, I was just about to go to sleep. I don't know when this board meeting started. And where'd you get this conference table in my bedroom, despite the fact that it's irritating? Is that solid? That is a beautiful table. And then everything is going to start, all those board members, you got older relatives in there, old people from prior relationships, you got different versions of your childhood self, you got travelers from the future, you know, saying, oh, I got bad news about the future. Uh, but let's say old scoots, and they say, you say, okay, well, can I get a, can I, again, can I get a blanket? And they say, no, 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 is it, we, we need to talk about you. And they say, who's up first? Do you, should we start with the shaming? What's on the agenda? And this is the kind of situation, both actually and metaphorically, that you call in your old boyfriend, Scoots. That's me. If you're new here, welcome. And whether it's this bedtime board meeting or some sort of actual board meeting. Now, for regular board meetings, I charge about $45,000 a minute is my going fee. But I'll, I'll, I'll do, do it, plus expenses, you know. But old Scoots will come in. First of all, I, I, not only will I have a blanket, I'll have one of those... Uh, like, like I have a selection of blankets. I said, do you, do you prefer a microfiber? Uh, do you want to, here, I got, I got a, do you want yoga pants or sweatpants? Uh, you, you, you want a hoodie sweatshirt zip up? And then I'll get you all physically comfortable. I say, hey, you, you know, I got this section. And the people in the boardroom, they'll kind of be stunned at first because they won't know. And they'll sense I have a strange authority. And I'll say, hey, guys, we'll be right with you. You know, I'm here. I'm a consultant. You know, this is my client. You know, we, you know, jurisprudence and all those things. I'm just going to set her up on this part of the table here. She finds it. You, my client wants you to know whoever, whenever you guys had the vote to pick this table, you did a wonderful job. So I think we can all work together. This is a sign we're going to gather around this lovely table. My client's going to lie down on this part of the table. I have this wonderful uh, ergonomically, uh, you know, non-hypoallergenic or whatever, hypoallergenic, I don't know. Uh, maybe both. You know, here she's going to lie down, put her head down, and I say, okay, you just lie there, and you can listen to me, but close your eyes and relax too. And I say, okay, uh, who called this meeting, by the way? And then, you know, for, for all these board meetings they have in your bedroom, they say, well, they start looking at each other, who did call this meeting? And, I, you know, I usually, I mean, I try to do non-shaming of these bedtime boardroom meetings. I say, hey, everybody, it looks like you're, you all have a bunch of great ideas here. And I can see you took the time to make this agenda, starting out with the shaming. That's interesting. That's a, that's an interesting choice. I like that. I like how you put all these bullet points here and... uh I can see you're all incredibly intelligent, protective people here with our best interests at heart. And I just don't know, I think there might have been one of those memorandums of confusion to call this meeting at bedtime. And I know you're all very concerned, you know, we got to, I, know, I can see you, you back there, you do have this that big report you were going to give about potential spreadsheets and lists we could make. And I think that is important. And I, I want you all to know it's going to be okay. What we're going to do, though, 
is we're going to adjourn this meeting, but we're not going to leave. We're just going to, we're going to take this off topic. And I want all you committee members, you know, committee partners now, we're, you're all committee partners now. We're putting, you know, we're, we're reusing words. We're gathered around the table. This is the kind of thing consultants do is take words, string them together, and say, I'd like to welcome you all, partners in committee. And the first thing on my agenda, because all of you are so wonderful, I wonder if we could just co-opt another word and say, hey, instead of committee, could we be partners in community? Is everyone okay with that? Oh, you in the back, I like the way you put your hand up. Partners in community of love and protection, I love that even better of this wonderful human here who may or may not be asleep yet, but they're just relaxing. Now, I, 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 got, a, I got a wild proposal for all you com- com- committee members because I got a feeling maybe some of you feel a little bit unappreciated for all the hard work you do. And you might say, I'm doing my best here. I realize my misguided attempts to protect my human, they backfire a lot, but and I say, okay. We're not, you know, I'm here. Well, we're partners here in this uh, community of protection and love, and you don't even need to defend your methods. Uh, but what I'm going to do here is I, I know how unappreciated all of your brain parts are and how stirred up you can get, especially at bedtime, because you really want to underline and underscore all your points. But I realize, you, you know, you guys are so... Uh, Focused on your one, you know, you, you, uh, what are you, master shamer or prince of shames? Oh, you always wanted to be called prince of shames. Well, uh, congratulations. I realize that, we, you know, humans, we do a lot of pushback against you, but I think you all need a little rest, too. And so I was, believe it or not, not only was I hired to just co-op turns as a consultant or to co-op to terms, in my past life, I did co-opt some turns. And believe it or not, I'm banned from every bird sanctuary on the planet Earth. Would you believe that? And they said, you know, they said, leave the turns alone. And I said, I said I'm just trying to co-opt them into, uh, you know, a community of, uh, of hornbills, I think it was. Anyway... I'm going to tell you, I want all, I brought, you know, did you guys see my magical sack of sleep materials here? It's, it's magical. Now you go ahead and dip in there. You know, Prince of Shames, why don't you start out? Pull out some comfy stuff. We're all going to get comfortable here. I have a special, uh, cocoa of, uh, of thought and worry. You know, which it, 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 it helps to relax that. And you all gather around to get treats and stuff. Just put your heads down on your desks. And I want you all to remember, you know, how good those desks smelled when you have to put your head down in class at school. And you'd smell the, you know, they say, well, this desk was recently cleaned. It's pretty good. And we'll get you'll get to dip into my bed. And I'm just going to talk about a TV show. And all you can relax, too. But but it'll have stuff in there. I've worked on it hard. So you guys can pay attention if I mess up any diction or anything like that. You know, take note of it. And as I bumble my way through it, maybe you'll, re- you know, say, geez, I got a pretty darn, we got a good human we're in charge of. This guy, he probably needs a committee five or six times to the size of our committee. And I would say, you're right, and I do. Uh, have a, quite the committee in my brain, but I, I, you know, we're a team here. We're a community of brain partners, or whatever we said we were calling ourselves, in protection and love of our little human here. So I want everybody just uh, reach out your hand, and, and we're going to pretend pat the human, and see how nice that feels. And you just do that and say, and I'm going to talk to your human. Okay, so I got the committee now. And this is, if you're new here, this, this is how this podcast works. And I'm going to, you just, you can listen, keep your eyes closed or open, whatever works for you. And listen to me and know 
that I've won over the temporary trust, maybe, of some of your brain partners, probably not all of them. Some of them are skeptical. Uh, Linus of skepticism, I see you back there. Yes, you. Yeah, it's fine. Be skeptical. And so I'll just go on with this show. And you just lie there and relax, you know. And pay attention, fall asleep when you want to. And I'll try to get you to sleep, okay? And that's more or less how this podcast works. And I'm glad you're here. And, and, and I really hope, I really desire, really yearn to put you to sleep. So thanks for coming. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And you might say, well, geez, okay, what, where am I? What's the rest? Who? Okay, let's slow it down. What's the rest? I'm going to create a safe place. Where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing through your brain, whatever feelings you might have emotionally, uh, or if you're like me, whatever numbness you might have, you know, numbness you might have emotionally, or whatever physical sensations are going through your body. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to take your mind off stuff. I'm gonna tell a lulling, soothing tale. Well. The tale won't be lulling or soothing. I'll use lulling, soothing tones. I'll get easily distracted, just like I did there. I don't even know. I said, there's nothing to distract me. You know, just the old squirrel brain, as we've talked about before. Whatever's going on that's got you up at night and you can't get to sleep, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing tones. You know, pointless aside, a lot of, it got a pretty extensive toolkit of uh, distracting type stuff. But, but 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 the main thing is, you just lie back there in your bed, and you can do what we call here on the podcast reflective listening. And I guess it's it's not super devious for your brain, your body, and your feelings because you you can't shut your ears off. You know, you could plug them. You know, but the beauty of the, the eardrum is whenever you it's it's, it's always on situation, and it feels like that way at bedtime. Like I call them brain bots. Some people call them pain bots. Some people call them ex boyfriend bots that I've heard from. But whatever, you know, shame bots, that might be mine. But whatever it is, it doesn't feel like they have an off switch. And as soon as you get in bed, they perk up and they start jockeying for your attention. If if they don't have an off switch, I don't have a point switch. Or, you know, say, geez, press that button where you get to the point. Yeah, it's a button that you press in and it slowly goes in, so slowly. It's made out of like some... Some new rubber they got. They call it slow rubber. I don't know, you know, for slowing stuff down. I think they use it, you know, in those, uh, you know, mountain passes for trucks. And for this, my get to the point button. That's it. Those are the only things it's used for. And maybe moon, you know, moon landing stuff one day. But that's it. I'm going to try to take your attention off things. You get comfortable. That's the safe place. I, I want to help you fall asleep. Now, this podcast is a little bit different. I'm, I'm, I'm a unique individual would be the most uh, neutral way to say it. And, I'm, you know, I, I always try to find a metaphor, and I kind of feel like I'm stuffing this metaphor in here. But every once in a while I say, she said, I'm a human being. You know, I get irritated. I get irritable. Have you ever noticed how when you get a bedtime, you say, geez, okay, who cares about this? Or even during the day, it's like that for me a lot of times. And I've been noticing a lot of irritation in the hand washing in the in the public restrooms. Because it feels like, okay, you know, I, I'm pro-dryer, but, sometimes, but I'm not a strict dryer. You know, I say, well, geez, if you get a dryer, I'm going to use it. If there's paper towels, I'll try to use them, but I'll try to be conscientious that they're made of freaking paper, you know. But, you know, the main thing is wash your hands because you want to spread germs to people with low, lower immune systems than you. You know, have our, or get sick, you know, if you wanted to put, if you want to look at it that way. But I've been noticing 
and, and maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just this part of my brain that keeps me. Is it, is it just me or all the paper towel dispensers nowadays overpacked, over overstuffed? And I get it. I say, Jesus, I want to. You know, they, is it cup? Is it corporate cutbacks? They say, Hey, stuff the hell out of that paper towel dispenser because I ain't paying you to stuff it again. Is it uh, over, is there some sort of new, you know, is there going to be a paper, you know, paper dispense, dispensary, you know, is there some sort, I, I don't know, but it feels like every time I go to get a paper towel, the paper towel dispenser is so stuffed I have to pull at it, and then the paper towel rips, and then I got to try to grab it with my fingertips, and then I grab like three or four, and then you got to go through a debate. Do I put them on top? If they're kind of wet, do I take, then I take them with me? I say, well, use them at lunch. And then I say, then I forget, if I forget to use them at lunch, then I put them in this drawer I have. It used to be my hot cocoa drawer. But I say, but I move my hot cocoa to just a shelf along with, you know, hot mustard, soy sauce, uh, fortune cookie, you know, those fortune cookies that I may just need one day. And then hot mustard, you know how hard it is to get hot mustard and soy sauce. And of course, hot cocoa. That now has its own shelf, but uh, the shelf that was below, because I made a tea drawer. But below the tea drawer is, you know, uh, I guess orphaned paper towel drawer. They say, well, geez, I don't need, pa- you know, I don't need napkins. I got orphaned paper towels. And I don't know if that's just something I, I, I has been bothering me or not. But but it's weird how things are. You know, you see someone's trying to stuff the hell out of that thing with good intentions. It's not like there's a, well, there could be some evil bathroom gnome of course i didn't think of this till just now that it could be evil force i was like oh i was going to attribute this to just my you know way of thinking but it could be an evil force i mean it could be it could be a force it could be evil gnome could be you know some sort of uh against coke brother conspiracy could be that um what else could be just you know pranksters the old uh uh, trying to crack. I don't know if anybody heard the mystery show, the Cotter episode, but the pranksters uh, could be. But ideally, evil force in general, that would be pretty cool. But you say, geez, do you don't if you're you don't got anything better to do with your force than overstuff paper towel. And you say, what is it? I don't. And I guess it'd be evil force. You'd have to sit down with it and say, tell me all about this about stuffing of paper towel dispensers. But none of this kind of, uh, none of these roads that I'm trying to go down, they don't have any business at bedtime. And you're not a paper towel dispenser, clearly. I mean, if you are, hey, welcome to the podcast. Glad you're here. So forget what I said. I'm open to dispensers and dispense other dispensing products. And I'm not anti-dispensing packing. I know if you, for the most part, until that evil interlude back there where I was just curious. They say, geez, well, I didn't think about that. It could be bad guys. But I see mostly it's probably somebody saying, hey, I just want to make sure there's enough paper towels for everybody. And it kind of nice. I like the uh, friction it creates. And I like that, you know, crazy guy that comes out you know, muttering and it cracks me up when he comes out old scoots. And I don't know why he uses a paper towel because he always wipes his hands on himself anyway. And then he eats an orange, wipes his hands on his pants. Then he eats a plum, wipes his hands on his pants. So he doesn't, he shouldn't even wash his hands. But he kind of feels like when you lie down in bed, all of a sudden stuff like that comes up. And you, you say, hey, what about these paper? Come on. And then you say, well, she's okay. Yeah, that really does get me. And I bet you it's that, uh, you know, person at work trying to cut corners. And well, it might be that. That's how my, but it might be your body might just be saying, hey, here's your ankle. It hurts now. Or we got an itchy spot here. What about over here? Or it might be, it could be any, any of a billion different things. And, and why? Why do you, why do you got to bug me right when I'm trying to get to bed? You know, in the grand scheme of things, who gives a shit about these paper towel dispensers? Let's be honest with each other, right? It's like, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you use your pants. Uh, that's what I'd say. So I don't know if that distracted you at all, but, but it's like, uh, sometimes we need to be distracted. You see, what do you, hey, sometimes you need somebody you can count on. To say, hey, it's a paper towel dispenser, man. You know, take it, take it easy, take a breath. It's just paper towels. It's not, you know, 
And then you might say, well, it's the friggin' trees. What about the, you know? And, and then if it was a real good friend or you might have some sort of positive internal, whatever you call it, that I'm searching for. If you do, let me know about it. And if I could borrow yours forever, it'd be great. But I can imagine that part of you where she'd be like, uh, hey, uh, yeah, well, if we, if we take a couple breaths here, we'll be better equipped to deal with global warming. And, you know, we'll be better, you know, it starts with being kind to other people, maybe being a good listener, and then maybe, yeah, we'll find, if we're more relaxed, maybe we'll find a little more time to do something to make a small positive changes in this world. And then you might say, we still might not buy, you know, we might say, rah, rah. And for a lot of us, it doesn't even feel like you have an option, right? You're just like, you're just, you're just like me. You might, I say, you might be a little tiny, but you can relate to me. Hopefully you're not like me. Hopefully you say, well, I could see, you know, I have one, you know, at least I'm not like Scooter, but I can see, you know, I do not... Anyway, I just hope you're not like me, honestly. But maybe you can relate to those things. And you see, but you can't, it's hard to shut it down too, right? So I guess my point is, you know, sometimes you don't even feel like you have a choice. That's where I was going. You say, geez, I can't even, I can't calm myself down. And you need someone externally. That's so well adjusted, they should be paid hundreds of dollars an hour. And maybe that's the option. You know, hopefully you get an insurance company that'll do it for you, or maybe you do that, or maybe you just have a good friend. But in this case, I, I can just, uh, I can't do any of that professional level stuff. What I can do is like a little bit of a song and dance. That is, uh, you know, that's a song you just complained about paper towels for eight minutes. And you say, okay, well, that's a uh, song and dance-like routine to take your mind off stuff so you don't think about everything that's going on with you. And I'm going to use these glowing, soothing tones. And we go from here. Personal problems will be set aside the best I can from here on out. And we're going to move into a story. The lovely Judy Garland is in this story. The lovely Dame, as I like to call her, Dame Julie Andrews. Judy Garland, Julie Andrews. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the person we don't know enough about, uh, Joan Crawford. We got Drake. We got other people. Mumble Bear. What's that, Mumble Bear? Super Dave Osborne. Thanks, Mumble Bear. So, so kick back. I'm glad you're here. And, and, and the main thing is, I say, geez, this is strange. This might, this isn't one of my better intros, I don't think. I just couldn't get, get, get past those paper towels. And couldn't paper towel the old metaphor. But I, I, I want to help you fall asleep. So, so that, that's what this podcast is here for. I gl- I'm glad you tried out. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain whatever's been affecting your body, whatever's got you up at night tossing and turning, I'm going to try to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to tell you a story to take your mind off of things. Tonight it's going to be a story about how we make story, uh, kind of, here on the podcast. But it's going to have lulling, soothing tones. It's going to have wings of pointlessness. It's going to have meanders. Pregnant pauses, uh, silly uh, strangeness, that's my, that's my specialty, alliteration. It'll have some goofing around, uh, but are probably related to that stuff. But it'll be a good-natured, good-hearted attempt uh, to, to, to take your mind in. No, no, not, to ta- uh, not to take your mind in, to take your mind in, like a... Uh, like, what you need to do is just give me some of your attention, but not all of it. I'm going to try to get the attention of all the other things, you know, that are affecting you, whether whether it's your body, your mind, or your feelings. I'm going to try to distract them. And for some reason, you know, I'm not a Las Vegas-level uh, entertainer. I'm not a Laughlin-level entertainer. 
uh, not uh, haven't been invited to uh, whatever that place is. My parents just Branson. And as a matter of fact, I've been asked never to come to Branson, and and that's fine because my entertaining my lonings. If I had a nightclub. It would be for all the voices in your head. And w- w- what qualifies me? Does this work? I know a lot of you might be new here. You might be saying, okay, what is this nonsense? Uh, well, you're very uh, intuitive there, noticing that this is mostly nonsense. Correct. Uh, what does this guy do? Let me tell Let me. Let me, let me offer you a, a pointless example, because that's one of my specialties. And of why maybe this podcast would work. Let me just say a person that has a podcast, it uh, gets in bed. And he's true. And, and this could be apply, applicable to you, but hopefully no, nothing at this level. And he, say, he says to himself, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get in bed. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm a little bit tired. He goes through this person, this imaginary person, goes through a whole range of uh, bedtime hygiene things, you know, kind of trying to, you know, put the puzzle pieces together, set up the ideal case to fall asleep. And he says, okay, and then uh, innocently he says, to, well, he, he thought he said it, but then a voice says, hey, wouldn't it be nice to have a teleporter, transporter? And then I say, okay, well, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. That would be nice. Wouldn't it be great? We think of, uh, don't you want to talk about this right now? And then, you know, another voice in his, his head might say, you're not supposed to shame the little kid in us. You're supposed to encourage him. And I said, well, I'm not sure that's the little kid or that's not the pesky neighbor kid that comes and talks to me when I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't think it's the little kid inside us. Well, it's all inside you. Remember Gestalt or whoever? Well, I think we found out that wasn't B.F. Skinner, but I still want to say that. But anyway, well, who who are you, by the way? Well, I mean, you know me. Uh, I manage the card catalog in your brain. Wait, I still have a card catalog in my brain? Well, we have multiple uh, fail-safes. Well, fa- we call them fail-safes. They just actually make extra things extra complicated up here. But anyway, you better get back to, okay, uh, oh, boy, I was going to go to sleep, though. Well, yeah, go ahead and get, 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 get deal with that again and then go to sleep. Okay, so you're going to, uh, can we talk about this uh, uh, teleportation stuff tomorrow? Oh, no, well, yeah, yeah, we could. T- I just want to tell you how much cool it would be. And how great it would be. Remember you when when you remember that time you were telling me how much you wished for a teleporter and it was so so silly. Oh yeah, like the, and then he gets drawn in our podcaster. Well, yeah, that was when I was working at that convention in Las Vegas, and there was a Seven Eleven with ice cold drinks there. But then we'd have to walk all the way to the convention floor and then all the way back to leave. And I didn't like that. I said, geez, it'd be nice to have a teleporter. And I said, what if every 7-Eleven, like, what if I could have just gone in that 7-Eleven and then gone to the one by my place? Like, if every 7-Eleven was a teleporter station. Well, that's brilliant. Have you ever thought about the philosophical implications of teleportation? Well, yeah, listen, I have a no-philosophy rule at bedtime. And then all of a sudden, he, he, he realizes that he's losing... Oh boy, I'm losing control of this conversation here. Because then my into what did someone say philosophy? I, I'm this is your internal philosopher here, and I was just it's funny boys talk about that because I was thinking that a teleportation would probably be the end of the human race as we know it, unless we kept it uh, artificially. The price would always have to be kept artificially high. And I say, okay, guys, listen, guys, I was going. Can you guys go somewhere else and talk about? Oh no, we're in your brain. We can't go anywhere else. We're going to have this kind of, okay, because I'm just trying to go to sleep here, teleport the old brain across the threshold to sleep, as Scoot says. Well, we just need to, well, don't, aren't you, aren't you nurturing your own curiosity, young man? Well, yeah, but I'm trying to go to sleep, so, but wait, what were you saying about, that did, that did actually tickle my curiosity a bit about the, uh, what were you saying about the implications? Because I was thinking about that same thing. I mean, what were the socioeconomic uh, and cultural, uh, artificially high, you say? Well, at first it would be expensive. You know, someone would have the patent. They'd be able to charge top dollar. But eventually the price would come down. Now, if the price came down for teleportation, it would be disastrous. Think of uh, the, consum- the areas consumed already, the rainforest. Think what would happen to them. 
And there was some other stuff, but I think we should talk more about uh, what would you do? Let's do a little uh, fantasizing, and then we'll, me and, hey, what's your name? I'm the internal neighbor kid. I was one that brought it up. What's your, who are you? I'm the philosopher. Pleased to meet you. Hey, guys, listen, I, I did not want this to turn into a cocktail party. I'm trying to go to bed here. Wait, did you say I could fa- I could use the uh, teleportation device for fantasy, the one we're fantasizing about? Well, no, I was more curious of what you would use it for, because then I was, you know, I got the internal shamer here. He was going to shame, you know, he's hiding behind me. Well, actually, we're one person. I was just going to turn around, a two-faced uh, philosopher shamer, because anything you said about using it, we would shame you. Oh, well, thanks. Um, oh, boy. Uh, well, anyway, I guess I'm still trying to go to sleep here. I don't know where I'm like the six or seven minute. Okay, so I'm just going to call time out here as a podcaster. So if that, anything remotely like that starts with you at bedtime, now it could just be about, you know, it could be about any issues. It could be a body issue. It could be a financial issue, a work issue, something actual, physical, something that happened last week, something that happened 20 years ago. It could be about Star Wars tickets. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's like as soon as you know, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep now. You know, I've bombed my toes, B L A M M. You know, not B O M B M. But you could bath bomb them, I think, with a B O M B. You know, I got some aromatics going. I, I you know, breathed, and, and then all of a sudden, you did all those things, and that's good. That, that is, uh, you know, like a cat scratch, you know, puffing up a bed. But then still you get down there and then all that noise starts. Now, hopefully it's not like my noise. Uh, but, but, you know, and you say, geez, what am I going to do now? I'm, I'm knee deep in a, a philosophical shaming na- discussion with a neighbor kid about something that is actually, uh, you know, entertaining to me and interesting to me and that I hadn't thought about. And I wouldn't mind fantasizing about what am I going to send through that, you know, Food, you know, crushes. They say, hey, how you doing? I just teleported over here to say you look good today. And then I teleport back and then say, Would you? okay, she didn't teleport back. Okay. Still, oh, wait, I t- didn't tell her about the teleport. Okay, I'm going to teleport again. And then you maybe you find, you, you know, and so then you're like, how am I going to fall asleep now? And then maybe you even get off this. And then that other party says, well, how are you going to fall asleep now, break guy? Should we look at the clock? Should we now look at the clock? Oh, boy, now I wish I had to teleport, because if I could teleport to work tomorrow, I could sleep in an extra 20 minutes that I'm losing due to this teleportation debate. But Scoot, now Scoot's here. That's me. I'm going to—what I try to do is short—what I do is I'm chewing a pack of gum, and I take the old wrapper, MacGyver style, I shove it in the old teleportation, uh, do a little short circuit— and then I do a little teleportation of your attention. I say, hey, hey, neighbor kid. Hey, uh, hey, Shamer. You look great today, by the way, Mr. Shamer. Miss Shamer. Hey, philosopher. Hey, all, all of you guys. Hey, I heard you talking about teleportation. I couldn't help but notice. And I'd love to teleport your t- t- attention over here, especially if you're going to be judge- judgmental. Or interested or curious. I love that curiosity, neighbor kid. Is that a slingshot in your back pocket? You got some spitballs? Great. Go ahead. I'm going to tell. I, I got to discuss some stuff here. And I just came because I had heard how smart all you guys were. I want to do a little presentation for you all. So you mind if I do that for a little while? And the, the human you were talking to. You know, they're way, they, they, you know, they need you. You know, they want me, you know, I'm going to work with you guys. Special, special work, you know. And I'm going to give you guys all jobs. Neighbor kid, hit me with spitballs. That's going to work on my agility. Uh, philosopher, every once in a while ask me why or where to for. Could you ask me where to for at inappropriate times? Uh, thank you. Shamer, just give me that look, everyone. Every time I look at you, look at me like that. Oh, or like that. That mean, something just curled up inside me and died when you really gave me that look. And the rest, I see the rest of you back there. Go ahead and, sh- you know, I'll be, I have a special job. And I need you guys' help to get, you know, 
to, to get me through this story, so I'm going to be counting on all of you. And meanwhile, you just sneak back there. You kind of listen to me, and, and you can see you're on the edge of the circle, the rest of your little bit, brain parts, your brain bots, your body parts, all those things. Especially the old chatterbox brain, the one, the, the great narrator and the old gray matter. Or in my case, they say, well, the mediocre narrator and the gray, grayish matter. Gray, I, oh, no, they said gray, you have gray mish matter. And that was another sign. There's the latest report out of Norway about my brain, if you guys have been following it. And then they actually said, we, they said, we were wondering about the, you know, the gray mish matter. And they said, why do you call it that? They said, well, a lot of times we're talking about plasticity of the brain as a, a metaphor. But they said, how did you get so much play, play? And they said, well, I used to chew on McDonald's toys a lot. And they said, well, it's up here in your brain now. And I said, well, that's good because I got a, I need, I need that stuff for the uh, podcast. I, I said, do you know, are those the outlawed toys I used to chew on? Because I could use them, you know, soothe me when I'm doing the And they said, no, they're outlawed. And I said, well, that's too bad. But I think I have enough stored in the old mishmat or uh, to get as a gray mish or whatever they call it. So if you if you stuck with me, that's kind of how the podcast works or why the podcast works or or what ha- that's what happens during the podcast intro, to be honest with you. It's made to take your mind off of stuff, kind of distract you, and then you fall asleep whenever you want. I'm glad you're here. That's the main message I always try to get across. I want to escort you from wake to sleep. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I can do that. I hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by.